Greetings, Eelboy Genius here, and welcome to the Over the Top Podcast, the most brutally honest and offensive podcast for freelancers, coaches, consultants, and professional service providers of all flavours who are sick to the back teeth of being led on, fobbed off, given the runaround and goated by time wasted wannabes, tie kickers, and price buying window shoppers. And if you're brave enough to be a maverick and swim against the glutinous tide of Me Too mediocrity, and you're happy to ruffle feathers, step on toes, and slaughter sacred cows, then gird your loins, pin back your ears and pay attention. If you need to urgent or you just want any of the resources we mentioned in the podcast, email holly at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk and she'll take care of you. I'm a father, so I take a cut. Anyway, let the mayhem begin. We're both pretty low energy, it feels. No, I'm just waiting for you to fucking say something worth listening to, mate. Well, you're doing a podcast with me. Oh, I'll tell you fucking... what, this, this will fucking make you laugh. Oh, by the way, you, don't go into details because the listeners don't need to know we're going to Dublin for a piss up. But have you heard back from our mutual friend yet? Uh, no. Fucking hell, wrong with a boy. I think he has been swallowed up by the <laughs> thing we spoke about. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this will make you laugh. Oh. Without going into too much detail, I'm not going to name names, but there's an entire thread of hate about me on LinkedIn. What? There's an entire fucking thread of hate about me by these women. Here's the thing, right? It's because of my attitude towards freelancers and how shit they are. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm a bully, right? I'm the kind of bloke who assaults and abuses women. Oh, I'm, I'm a white, I'm a white male supremacist, right? Of course you are. They pity my wife and children, oh, and wow. the women in my life. Oh, and wow. get this, I get this. My clients, women clients, they must like that kind of treatment, and they've got low self-esteem. So I'm thinking, maybe Yinka would like to have a word with these people about low self-esteem, and Cat Smith, and all of these women that I've mentored and who who post these wonderful things now i'm that's this isn't the funny bit i mean i'm completely indifferent to it i mean different to their feelings and what they think of me it makes no difference whatsoever it actually shows if you get an entire thread of hate against you it shows you're doing something right so on a personal level it's just water off the bit of back on a professional level it's disturbing because if these women ignored me as a person doesn't matter what i am i could be fucking hitler i could literally be a child rapist it would make no difference to the objective truth or false or falseness of what I say. If they ignored who I was, what they think I am, and actually just took my advice and did what I suggest, they'd still get benefits from it. So how childish is it to ignore an objectively correct method of doing something because you don't like it or the person who told you it? It's called shooting in the messenger. And historically, shooting the messenger in most societies has been verboten. You just don't do it. The Mongols... They took it so seriously. If you shot one of their messengers, they would destroy your entire empire on principle. That's how badly they took it. You just don't do it. You don't shoot messengers. Heralds in, in English history, heralds were highly respected and treated almost like royalty because they were messengers. We've got this situation now where in our society, how you feel about someone and how you feel about what they say is much more important than what they're actually saying. That troubles me on a professional level. It's disturbing. Icing on the cake. Because uh, I, I didn't, I haven't seen this thread. I mean, I was told about it by one of my low self-esteem bullied ladies. Um, 
Did you not ask her to send it to you? No, I'm not, I'm not sufficiently interested. I'm just not. You don't fancy a good giggle? Well, she sent me some screenshots, so I had a giggle. Oh, okay. Can you send them to me? I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you. Yeah, well, I'll send you. Thank you. And but but the, the icing on the cake is this, right? Holly, I told Holly about it, and she got fucking all angry because it's her dad. Yeah, of right? course she does. Yeah. So she went on this thread, and I didn't see it. She's not sent me a screenshot. Really. She sent a long tirade about you know how hypocritical you are for accusing my dad of bullying and what do you think you're doing now and you don't even have the courage to name and to tag him let alone name him all these things you know what they did they reported her comments they got deleted oh wow how weak and feeble is that seriously i I hate the how weak i hate the internet how weak are they though these women are so Weak and we don't like your your opinion, and it doesn't res- it doesn't align with us. So delete. You're, you're, you're holding up a mirror that shows me something ugly about what I am. I'm going to delete it. Well, 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 and if, you, if anyone wants to know about what kind of man I am, I don't give a fuck what they think. But if they really want to know, if they're curious, I just invite them. Speak to my wife. Speak to my daughter. Speak to my clients, current and, and past. Right? There's there's no pressure on anyone to tell a lie around me and, and, and defend me. I don't care. But they won't do that because by doing that, they have to revisit their own assumptions. And people are too weak to do that. Yeah. But it's great because it polarises them because not a single one of those women is ever going to become a client or try to. No, definitely not. Right? Do, you know, do you know what they need, John? And this ain't going to go down well. <laughs> I know what they need. They I need a they good need. Roger in. They need a fucking good Roger in. They damn well do. Because uh, the kind of men they probably like haven't got the willy for it. Uh, They're probably yeah. got his little fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Theirs are too big. They they need a, a boyfriend cock, which is what you have. <laughs> <laughs> a comforting cock. <laughs> ah, honestly, they need a good fucking uh, scene. So. Oh god! Or, or, or a comforting clip. We're all inclusive on, on a, here. On a oh, yeah, they probably want someone who's non-binary. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You like what you like. But, but seriously, it's like. I, I despair for them. And because after all the carping and moaning and wailing and gnashing and teeth has done, they'll still have shit businesses. They'll still be being given the runaround. They'll still be being ghosted and fobbed off, ripped off, led up the garden path. Yeah. And my 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 ladies, my EBGFs, all the Pippin Foundations, they won't be. You know? I, it's just fucking bizarre. I, I, I despair. So on a personal level, I'm indifferent to it. On a professional level, I think it's frustrating well, and despairing. We we are on a I don't want to call it a mission, maybe a tirade, but we want and do help freelancers, and that is a, a term I don't like using that I believe we've spoke about before. And then there's going to be such a surge of new talent into the market that will be absolutely taken the piss out of. And we, one, want to protect them. Two, we fully believe in the gig and freelancer economy more than the employment economy, don't we? Absolutely. So it's it's a market we want to see prosper, but we want to protect those people coming into it. And for those that have been in it for years and have been abused, it's going to be bad news for them, this wave of new talent. So they need to get get it right. If they don't get this shit now, it'll get worse because competition is going to be greater. You're going to have more people coming in selling on price. Now, I know, know almost everyone will pay a premium if you deal with them in the right way. 
But if you don't give them a reason to pay a premium or don't force them to, if you like, they won't. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you've got now 100 people vying for every job that comes up on LinkedIn, I and mean, every time someone posts this stuff about, oh, we've got a website, we need a copywriter, and all these copywriters chime in, well, they're just going to be more and more and more competition. And the only thing they've got going for them is the low price because they don't know how to do anything else. And this is, this is what I find, again, pro- professionally frustrating. Is, and this is actually what started off. There's one particular woman who's I've now got the, the honour, I think, of being blocked by her from two different accounts. <laughs> who, who spends her entire time saying, what a great cop. And this is post after post after post. And, and I swear this is true, at least two of my ladies have blocked her because they can't stand her fucking whining. This is, these are other women. These are low self-esteem women. This woman constantly posts about how great she is as a copywriter and how she's brilliant. And then she will say, I, I've not only worked for a few weeks, my kids are hungry, um, I need some work. No Shut one's giving up. me work. Shut I, I promise. I'll send give you her name, that's fine. I promise. Yeah, I will reach out to her, yeah, and I will send her a care package of Heinz baked beans for her and her kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it will say with I, love I promise from, this the is o- true. from the OTT. Regards John and Connor. I promise this is true, right? And anyway, she jumps on one of my posts probably last week then. And I said to her, almost like reaching out with an olive branch, I'm not having a go, I'm being I'm being curious, genuine curiosity. Can you not see, or do you not feel any cognitive dissonance between you claiming on your post how great you are at helping other people improve their businesses, but you can't even improve your own? Can't you see there's a problem there? And she blocked me. On her website, she says she can, I can't remember exactly, paraphrasing, but basically she said, I can make words do anything I want to, um, cast a spell, sell, etc., etc. And I said, obviously you can't make them sell because you can't make, you can't sell yourself. She blocked me. Now, bearing in mind, she came onto my fucking post with her, <laughs> and I'm the bully. I just don't get it. I genuinely, if, uh, this perhaps is an autistic thing, I don't understand. What the no, fuck no. is wrong with these people? Oh, it's emotions, isn't it, really? Yeah, but they're irrelevant. They're not Get irrelevant. Get out to Tesco and say, look, I can't afford to pay 100 quid for this shopping, but how about, how about I pay 80 and tell you how offended I was last week? I mean, that might work. Try it. Free tip from EBG. Emotions are irrelevant when it comes to the economy. The economy doesn't really factor in emotions. It's just movements of markets. But the reason she is blocking you and coming onto your threads and then claiming bullying is because of emotions. <laughs> but she wasn't claiming the bullying. It was one of her fucking friends who then initiated this other thread of hatred against me. Oh, wow. I, mean, so I, I say it's about me. I mean, to be absolutely clear, they didn't name me. They didn't tag me. But I was contacted by two people who said, have you seen this about you? And what I, uh, from what they said, it, it has to be about me. Because there's no one. I mean, I, I, I if it's not, there's some other, some other poor bugger out there who's being lambasted for nothing. You know, it's, I just don't fucking get it. It's frustrating because, you know, I, I could say, I could send these women a fucking anonymously a copy of my book and say, look, never mind what you think about me, just do it. Pretend it's been written by the Dalai fucking Lama or something. You know? And, and I'm, oh, it's just so frustrating professionally. But so personally, I just, I've got to feel sorry for them. Send it from your smut name. <laughs> That'd be even worse. I mean, it would be fucking hilarious because they won't know it's you. 
Oh, just say, well, I, com <laughs> I completely agree with you. Uh, he's a horrible he's, man. But I've completely copied all of his work. <laughs> Love, well, the other, another thing is this. I'm Victoria Fanny. Down more into the topic of today's um, podcast about assertiveness and stuff. Um, and, and people find this hard to understand. I don't, I don't, not only am I indifferent to what they what they think and what they say, I don't feel any any desire or urge to join into an argument with them or correct them or explain or justify myself. And actually, I'm a really nice husband. I just don't see the, I don't care. Whereas th this is, I've said to Holly, because she's, I'm going to go and find out for everyone, I'm going to do this. So I said, Holly, there's no point. It's unimportant. Yeah, but you're my dad. But Holly, honestly, I, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. But, because um, you know what will happen, don't you? I'm gonna, I am going to write a post about what I've just said about that. Professionally, it's quite depressing. Um, but, but personally, I don't give a shit. Someone will come onto that thread and say, ah, but you're saying you don't care, so therefore you do. Fucking, where does that even begin? Okay, yeah. so if I accuse you of being a paedophile and you deny it, does that mean to say that it's true? Well, no, of course not. Well, there you go. I, I, I despair at the intelligence or lack thereof of the human fucking race. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mean academic intelligence, I mean the fucking capacity for common fucking sense. The most frustrating thing is the the level of the the rising levels of cognitive dissonance. Oh in man! The way people act and behave and what they say is is rather remarkable. I mean, for me, it's the most well, worrying. I, I had quite a few recommendations from women on my old profile, and you know, some of them it's a shame. I've probably still got screenshots of them all somewhere because I used to post them. Um, and the ones from women are unequivocally supportive, saying what a great job I've done and there's one lady Sophie who's recently just said you know she's now making more money better class and and more assertive in herself well you know a bullying narcissistic evil white some supremacist does not teach women how to be more assertive on it's quite the opposite but again I don't give a shit now assertiveness is important and part of being assertive I mean for me the bible of being of assertiveness is a woman in your own right by Anne Dixon Changed my life 35 years ago. And part of being assertive is sometimes just acknowledging someone has said something without commenting on it or just ignoring it. Now, when, when people say, and this is, I think most people think, think of assertiveness as just being about presenting yourself almost forcefully without yeah. apology. It's, it's not. It's much more complex than that. Assertiveness is also about being okay, for instance, with not saying anything to someone in reply to a statement or a complaint, they, they phrase as a statement, but, but expect to be treated as a question. And when you don't reply, they take your silence for assent. Okay. Logically. That's also assertive. Yeah. Now, because, and if you think about it, if you, if you say someone made a claim of, say, say that it to me, it's a good, good example, keep it on track. If they then posted, well, you know, you're a bully, you, you bully women. I would then be expected to either argue with it and defend, well, I would be expected to defend myself. If I just said no comment, what they will take no comment to mean is, oh, he's guilty, but doesn't want to say so. Yeah. Or he's not prepared to explain himself. Well, actually, you know what it actually means, don't you? It actually means no comment, not nothing to say. It's, it's just a, a verbal way of saying, I'm not saying anything more on this. There's no point. And even saying, I don't need to defend myself, I don't need to explain myself, even that's a form of explanation. So just silence and no comment are perfectly acceptable answers to any, any accusation. 
And the only time you need to say something is when it, well, when it becomes necessary, like you're in a court of law or some kind of civil dispute. When you do then need no to present comment. Hey, that's reasonable. Even then, no comment's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, no comment. You, you're, you're making a statement. You're accusing me of something. It's up to you to, to build a case, not for me to explain my actions. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say to the listeners, a woman in your own right, Anne Dixon, uh, John recommends that for men and women alike. I, I don't yeah. know if you said that. Uh, this isn't a podcast just for women or women in general. Uh, I've read it. I recommend lots of men read it that I meet. It's required uh, reading for elite and foundations it is required yes. reading no option and if you don't read it and you ask a question which should be answered why i'll tell you to go and read the fucking book yes wait there there's wob.com you can buy it for three quid so there's no fucking excuse hey it's, it it's, it's about a quid on amazon not if and if you're kindle, amazon limited the kindle it's free i think oh it's it's three quid on amazon as well uh 1982 so you'll be getting an old book. Yeah, I've got the 82. I've got the 82 copy. I've got the, the later one, which is what, 2012? I don't know. And then I actually had an email exchange with her recently, a few weeks ago, and she says she's thinking about bringing out a 40th anniversary edition, which would be oh, really? Why'd you email Could even, maybe, may even get it to... Why? Yeah. I actually emailed her to thank her for the difference she'd made in my life and business. Oh, fair enough. Because it, I was I was actually doing some stuff on the slam, the stoic leadership and attitude model. Um, and that's when she got back to me and said that. And I was thinking we could maybe even get her along to one of our, I don't know if we should charge, we get her along to one of our events. Yes, that, that, that'd be fucking cool. She's Northern Irish. I didn't know anything about she, her. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's fucking brilliant. I mean, and the book is brilliant. It really is. She's a freelancer, mate. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Anne Dixon oh, is a freelance psychologist, writer, and trainer, recognised as a leading authority on Willem's development, assertiveness, and interactive communication. Ironic. Ironic. I had no is idea. I promise you. No me idea. neither. <laughs> I just thought she was an, an author of that book. I think she was a psychologist, but I didn't. I didn't think she was. Didn't even think she was freelance. So I assumed, actually, wrongly, I assumed she'd be like a professor or something at a university. Oh no, but. No, because then she'd have to be a man because I'm sexist, aren't I? So sorry. I, I, I um, assume she's a tea lady who sometimes writes books in her spare time. Yeah, she's a. She's got a lot. She's got other books, lots of other books. And uh, she's got two very cute doggies on her website. Oh, is it is more a Labrador? No, they look like uh, Westies. Westies are not, not much different there. I probably I have seen her website. That was a few weeks ago, so I got her email address. But anyway, assertiveness. Now, it's it's quite a complex subject, and it's I think what people do is, and it is to often to women's detriment. And she writes about this in the foreword to her, to the last edition. She's dissatisfied with the way this has turned because what what happens is a woman who's I mean the, the classic model of assertiveness or, or the classic view people have is very one dimensional. It's about women being bitches. That's what they see it as. Women being, you know, aggressive and stuff. I, I irritates the fuck out of me. Don't get me wrong. Some women are bitches. Some women are aggressive. But then again, so are men. You know, yeah. I don't draw any distinction there. But an assertive woman. I find an assertive woman actually fucking hot, to be honest. I don't find well, yeah. it challenging. I don't find it intimidating. I find it fucking sexy. 
There's, there's, to me, there's nothing more irritating in you in pig. Moment. How dare you find a woman sexy? How dare oh, you objectify yeah. a woman and find to, to me in terms of attraction, sexy? There's nothing less attractive in a woman than, than just being meek and mild. Yeah, because no agree. Apart from anything else, I'm not in a position to fucking decide and guide and decide. I'm not NT. I'm, I need some feedback, and feedback necessarily works when it's a, when it's assertive. So, but that's the match. That's the, the the typical view of assertiveness. One dimension, just maybe being a bit of a loud mouth. That, that's how people see it. That's how men see it. And then, of course, they get disparaging, and then they'll start on her looks and her body weight and all the, the rest of the crap, and what she's wearing, and she's probably a lesbian, all that usual fucking stuff that men come out with. But it's it's a lot more complex. And say so men can learn from this as well, such as not, re- not responding to people's statements as if they were questions, not getting drawn into what, and Dixon calls irrelevant logic. Such as, I might, and this is a good example of it, I might say all these things about how to run your business, and they say, yeah, but you're sexist. Well, even if that was true, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It does not have any bearing whatsoever on what I'm saying. It's irrelevant logic. Um, and and we, we teach a lot of this, but th- things like people say, I'm not paying that. I'm not paying that much. Well, but an assertive person what like us we would just say okay that's fine and that is it or we wouldn't say anything because there's not there's not you know you don't strictly need to reply to that at all my my reply to something like i'm not paying that much would probably be my my emoji the thumbs up one because i know that'd wind them up yeah it it certainly would be to drop my price or explain it you know Mm -hmm. or how much would you like to pay or how much can you afford i'm not interested but that again that's assertiveness assertiveness is sometimes about just doing nothing and saying nothing and I, allowing I, others to, to, to do what they they need to do it's a I fascinating just, topic i'd just reply cool yeah that's cool okay fine cool. um the, the definition enough. of assertiveness is a confident and forceful behavior okay and Which, those two are not mutually exclusive so you know you could be confident and not forceful Absolutely. I just, I just feel like assertiveness isn't even really forceful. It's, I mean, it's, it can be, like saying no. But is no forceful? It can be, and sometimes it has to be. If a, if a man or a woman won't take no for an answer... Well, then it gets forceful. forceful, but I feel like uh, I the mean, first stage of assertiveness is being like, right, stop. Yeah, it's but like, when they say forceful, I think you... I think you you're reading misunderstanding. That don't necessarily mean using physical force. You can speak no. forcefully as well. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, this is a really this is a pertinent example. Yesterday, one of uh, the guys in foundations WhatsApp me, um, and he's got my WhatsApp. Before anyone starts thinking, no, not everyone's got your WhatsApp. I also mentor him because of other reasons too, to do with being not neurotypical. And he and he messaged me and said he was in. A, he got this situation where. Um, this, this person actually wanted to white label his stuff. So he would present it as his service and then pay our guy to do it for him in the background. So our guy basically told him, um, well, it costs this much per item and the delivery time is, you know, say, sake of argument, two weeks. And the guy came back and said, um, oh, I don't feel comfortable paying that much and that take, that's too long uh, time frame. I want it, I want it quicker. I want it quicker and cheaper. Yeah, basically. And and this guy said to me, how do I respond to this? He says, my gut reaction is to go back and 
either swear at him, tell him to fuck off, or to justify it. And he says, how should I answer it? I says, well, I'll, I'll do, if it was me, I would probably just send back a, a thumbs up and leave it. Yeah. But an equally valid response or equally suitable response would be no reply at all, because he's it, it, not asking me a question. He's just, he's just saying, I don't want to pay that and I want it quicker. Okay, fine. Yeah. You don't have to reply to that. You just, it's like me saying, I'm going for a piss. You don't have to reply to that either. Yeah. You know? And I want a massive 10 foot cop. People act. People act as if you have to justify them. And you know, both sides, they're both at fault. People who say it are expecting a reply. And those who get it said to them, they think, oh, I've got to reply to this. And it's an ego thing as well. I've got to reply to this. If I don't reply, I seem weak. I need to justify myself. To, to make, I've, got to, I've got to tell these people I don't care what they think. Why? Then you obviously care what they fucking think because you keep telling them over and over and over again. <laughs> you know, it's fucking fascinating stuff. And when, you, when you've been doing it for a long time, like we have, then it becomes second nature. And that's when people start calling you rude and taciturn and unfriendly because you don't offer information they've not paid for or then or indeed try and discuss anything. You just, you know, you just let it go. You just, your, your direction through life is straightforward. You know where you're going, and, and anyone who gets in the way, you don't trample them or anything, but you, you don't have to let yourself be deflected by them either. Mm-hmm. So you get some twonk going, oh, I'm not paying now, I want it quicker. Okay, fine. If that's what you want. Why are you telling me this <laughs> attitude? Yeah. Yeah. You know? You're speaking to the wrong bloke. Yeah, and I want a bigger cock and a smaller head. Well, as I've said, I think I've said it in, um, in The Well-Fed Freelancer. I'd like to be 18 with my mem- with my memories of the last 56 years intact, please. That's not going to happen either. <laughs> you know? I'm on a one-way, like all of us, I'm on a one-way fucking track to death and probably further down than most people listening to this. No, I'm not happy about the fact, but hey, what is it? What am I going to do about it? The only thing I can do is hasten it. <laughs> you know? I, can't, I can't really stave it off. So, so what happened when he, did he just choose not to reply? Did he reply with a thumbs up? Well, my suggestion to him, because he said he found it was funny, difficult. my suggestion says, well, just delete delete it, delete the thread. Because then you, you went out on your phone and keep going back to it and finding your thumbs twitching. So did he just choose not to reply? I I, I think he just didn't reply yet. The thing is, most people looking to white label stuff, the majority of people are just looking for a little fucking desk monkey with little expertise. Yeah, I'd imagine that's true. For the most part. Um, Having said that, we 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 white label a couple of things. So. <laughs> Although they are surf, software as a service, as I was going to say, they're softwares that have been customised and are being developed. Yeah, and one of them, them one of them has been one of them has been been a thing for at least eight years, possibly well, ten. Ours will be, as far as I know, I've been doing a little bit of research. It will be the the most complete CRM for any aspiring freelancer and already established whose life are a little bit crazy. Uh, a one-stop shop, if one may. You're reading that, aren't you? No. <laughs> I'm glad that you thought I And was. the other one, the other one is more of a, probably for more experience and bigger businesses like agencies, which is like uh, scenario funnels. Yeah. A bit more on, on the ball with their numbers. Probably People who already have data. Yeah. I've yeah. been going for Or, or are, prepared, are prepared to knuckle down and be serious about data. Yes. Now, absolutely. people say about assertiveness, um, they mistake it, like I said before, for being unfriendly. And they feel this push to be, I don't know, 
I, I, I keep returning to this topic because I think it's important. People say, I'm not going to charge money for it because I like to help. Bollocks. Well, the two for mutually exclusive. You know, you go to the doctor, the doctor helps you, but you pay for it. And even in the UK, you, you pay through indirect taxation. You, know? it's, yeah. you still pay for it. It's not free. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's not doing it because he, he purely... No, it's free at the point of delivery, but the doctor still gets paid a fair wedge of money, and so he fucking should, or she should. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't understand this, and it seems... I, I, I get why this is. I, I get why women seem to struggle with it more, because society's been set up wrongly, in my, my opinion, but you know, I can't change it overnight, for women to be more, um, more the subservient side of mm. partner in, in relationship and here's a good point i can't remember who wrote this it was someone yesterday i just flashed up on my newsfeed and, and linkedin and i absolutely agree with 100 a woman freelancer her her business is often seen as the side business which is a bolt on to the family so she's expected to to run her business and deal with the children and the, fa- and the home whereas the man's business even if he's making less money his job is is the main thing even if he's making less yes. money that's, that's absolutely fucking true. Everything involves around Yeah, that's. I think that's that's wrong. And one of the things I do with the women I mentor one on one is I I get them first to see themselves. Your business is a legit business. And it's not fucking. It's not make believe. And, and I had one like lady say to me, you know, everyone, including my children, and they're grown up, but including my kids, they kind of pat me on the head and say, you know. You, you go and play with your little business. And it's a mm-hmm. nice little business. And I said, that's absolutely wrong. And one of my ladies has actually overtly said, I'm not far more assertive now. And her business, and she actually said to me, I, I want to be a wife and mother, but I also want a proper business. So I said, well, that's going to begin with you being assertive, I'm afraid. You know, if you're yeah. not, it won't. And it, because in the same way as clients would treat you as you allow them to, yeah, so will children, and so will, you, so will your fucking spouses. Yeah. I've said to my own fucking wife after we went to see Jordan Peterson and we both read his stuff and she likes him, you know, which immediately means she's wrong, obviously. Yeah, women, of course. You know. A woman liking Jordan Peterson, she's lost her mind. <laughs> Mate, you things- have bullied her and indoctrinated oh, her. Yeah, I probably beat her as well, you know, raped her. Or obviously. Finger raping from behind. Until she orgasm. Orgasm. <laughs> 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 but the listeners, you won't get that reference. No, no. Um, Jordan Peterson, in uh, you remember that meme that came out? He was doing an interview with a woman on Channel Four, and she tried to talk him into a corner. She just embarrassed herself massively. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Do you remember that? Well, mm-hmm. one of the things he was talking about, the topic of that interview, was he said one of the reasons women are generally treated less favourably, certainly in companies and in industry. But also in society, it's because they, they are more agreeable. They will take yeah. it. And of course, people say, oh, that's just victim blaming and, and bullying. But it's not. It's about resilience. Yeah, How you respond to people's demands and how they, they act towards you determines to a large extent, one, how they'll act towards you in the future and how you behave. Yeah. Well, assertiveness will stop you from being treated that way. Or certainly... It won't stop you from, from them trying, but it will stop you from doing the stupid shit you know you shouldn't be doing and feel bad about. Again, assertiveness. Assertiveness and resilience that go fucking go cock and condom, you know? Mm-hmm. 
it's me but again it's, it's hard to speak of these things because most people and i'm not one of them most people feel like they're treading on eggshells i don't want, if i say this it's going to offend someone because somebody will say yeah but what about non-binary people of color but what about them i'm not i'm not even talking about color or race or sexuality or anything i'm talking about human beings of every description being more assertive to stop other people from trying it on so much or if they don't stop them from trying it on for dealing with the circumstances you know resilience Assertive, assertiveness is fucking key to resilience and everyone needs to be resilient because even if even if we disagree as people say yeah but people shouldn't bully people shouldn't rape people sh shouldn't abuse people shouldn't beat each other people shouldn't and most abuse each other all these things are absolutely true but they do but even if we discount all that right you still need to be resilient to effectively to be effective in the face of things like adversity like illness disease death of a loved one, accident, catastrophe, global fucking warming, COVID, uh, things which have nothing to do with other people at all, or sexuality, sex, sexism, racism, career fucking socks or anything else. Things that just fucking happen. Shit happens. No conscious agency at all. You still need resilience. And that often also calls for assertiveness with yourself and others if they're placing demands on you. But it's, you so, know, people don't want to talk about these things because it's just too fucking bullying. They want people to want to take care of them, like weaklings. Yeah, I completely agree with that. We've spoke about assertiveness, and uh, I, I'd like you to just talk about some tangible benefits that once they start practicing, because it is something that needs practicing, being assertive, it, specifically with their business, the tangible benefits that they will start seeing. Okay. More assertive with your business. Well, if you've got rules, and we've spoken about this before, if you've got rules yeah. and boundaries, such as, it just, this, this is a really simple one. Um, everyone can do right away. You don't do any work for free. That's a fucking rule, or a boundary, rather. The rule would be, we don't get on the phone unless you pay for a consultation. All right? Being assertive is sticking to it. So when people say, oh, I love what you do. Can we have a quick chat? Or uh, can I just pick your brain? Those are two, two messages, two inquiries. I bet everyone listening to this has had. Every freelancer, copywriter, website designer, SEO specialist, VA, fucking coach, consultant, candlestick maker, fucking butcher and baker, they've all had it. Let me pick your brain. Can we just hop on the phone for a chat? Being assertive is unapologetically and politely and forcefully saying, yeah, of course we can. Here's a payment page. You can book a consultation, 150 grand with VAT. Um, uh, and you get your money back if we if we end up working together or I can't help you. That's assertive. And being even more assertive is when I come back and say, oh, I don't want to pay that or I'm not paying that or, yeah, I only want a quick chat. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying. However, I find my experience tells me it's best for all concerned if I do it this way and this is the way I do it. If that's not okay, here's a list of three people who can help you, but I'm not prepared to or I'm, I'm not going to. That's being assertive. Being assertive in that respect, what it means is that is immediately meant you don't work for free. It means you filter out your clients. It means further down the line, for reasons I'm not going to go into now, because this is for paying clients only, um, it means further down the line, you get to build a bigger, more expensive package and charge a premium rate. Okay? Tangible benefits. You feel better about yourself. Is that tangible? I suppose so. You feel better yeah. about yourself. You become more confident. And confidence bleeds, uh, bleeds over into all areas of your life, including your personal life, children, spouses, um, people in the street, coffee shops, you name it. They are tangible benefits to being assertive, and that's how they do it. Say what you want and stick to it. Yep. 
and and you know subtle things would be like you don't apologize you know so you don't say sorry but or you know you don't need to justify it you don't need to say yeah but i have to make a profit if people don't understand that they shouldn't be business themselves anyway you just say what you want and stick to it and you don't have to be rude people might come back and say that's rude and in which case you might say you know that's I don't know. You, it's disappointing you feel that way, but the, the fact remains, I'll still break it on the phone for nothing. You can acknowledge what they say without agreeing with it and then restate your position. Tangible fucking benefits. Your life gets better. How about that? What could be better than that? Your business gets better. You make more money. You work less hard. You work for better people. You get more respect, which again increases your fucking popularity, increases your, well, not your popularity, increases your desirability, increases your fucking rates. That's a massive for me personally that's the number one thing i've found uh with being assertive very sure in who i am rules boundaries from the outside looking in it's like jesus christ he has got it all fucking together i've uh, i haven't even told you this um i've had uh two people offer to invest in our business john with one outright wanting to to buy it um to which i obviously said no, but they were like, they were like both. Like, I believe in you and what you've done. You seem to have everything together, and it's like I really don't have everything together. I just <laughs> follow a system. This is our joint crafted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so that threw me. Okay, and I was like, what the fuck? What they're saying all these lovely things, and it's purely because I'm just assertive. And I was just like, well, why? I said to him, why would I sell you? my business is mine they were like well because i think you've probably done a really good job it's like, well, <laughs> you also and what gives you that out. impression well you might have a thing to say about this as well yeah oh it was never gonna happen was it mate the, uh, the business in its current state is worthless without me and you <laughs> oh, absolutely isn't it and um, it's, worth, it's worthless with you and me and also it's, it's just the, the level of respect you get it's a lot easier to see the benefits it makes when you're dealing with people for the first time which is why strangely enough it's a lot easier to start in your business in some sense isn't it with being mm. assertive because you have new prospects coming in and they're like oh wow this is just the, the way this person is uh, when you start to introduce it in your personal life you, you've almost certainly seen this with the ladies it has to be reinforced reinforced and that's a lot harder because that's about yeah. being resilient then because you have to keep doing it and you have to keep repeating yourself um there's someone who we both know that we're rather close to that is going through this in their personal life we're, we're not going to say who but i'm pretty sure you can gather from what i'm saying and they just have to keep reinstating it and the, the person keeps behaving how they used to because they used to get away with it and it's it's, well, it's very upsetting for them but it is the, the flip it's not the, the flip side but here's an natural you know i often say people will treat you exactly how you how you allow them to mm-hmm. another way of looking at that is to say people won't change their behavior towards you while they are getting a benefit from it so if you're a, say say you're a man or a woman if you're in a relationship where your spouse or your partner or you're in business your clients where, where they are say emotionally abusive so there's no physical stuff going on but they treat you like shit yeah and, and say, just let's be specific. Let's say you, you're, you're in a romantic relationship and your partner's answer to any dif- disagreement is to shout and scream at you until you leave the room. So whatever you're arguing about never gets resolved. Why would he or she change that behavior? Because it's successful. Yeah. 
he or she gets what he or she wants. You stop the discussion, stop the argument, stop the conversation about something uncomfortable to them, and you leave the room and it never gets, they'd never have to look at themselves. So say, say it's, you know, uh, inappropriate behaviour. Say, say it's a man who, who's out drinking a lot. That's, a, that's a, probably quite a popular one, or common yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Common one. <laughs> man's, out, well man's out drinking a lot, comes home late, um, and his wife needs help with the children. And his answer is to start shouting and screaming and yelling at her and shut the conversation down. Why would he change that behaviour? Because it's successful. He gets what he wants. He gets her to shut up, leave the room, and he carries on drinking the next night. And similarly, so like, like, let's not to be sick. Let's not be sexist here. When you get a woman, um, say my old, my old, my ex-wife, it's the same. Any kind of conversation or disagreement about anything, she would start being very personal, just absolutely appalling, right? And I would just like I'm not, I'm not prepared to do this. Well, why would she ever change that behaviour? Because it was successful. She got what she wanted mm-hmm. which wasn't a resolution at all it was just avoidance but there you go that, that, that's what clients will do so if you if unfortunately again this is not victim blaming this is fucking resilience 101 if you allow people if you've got clients or prospects and every time a prospect says if you say you you know he's a, he's a scenario which may, may well happen to people prospect says can we have a quick chat you say well yeah we can have a chat um but it's a consultation call, it lasts an hour, £150 plus day, until you get money back if we work together, or the final can't help you. And they say, no, I'm not doing that. I just want to talk for 10 minutes. And you go, oh, okay, then, just this once. Seems like a good problem. We've got loads of work in the pipeline. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. But I'm not paying for a call. And you go, oh, okay, then. Well, why would they ever change that behaviour towards you in the future? Because it's been successful. They've been rude, they've been obstinate, they've been, they've been bullying and you've allowed it to happen, you know? The, your, the shitty situation you get yourself in after that is not on them. Yeah? Whether they're bullying or not is not the point. I mean, they are, but that's not the point. The point is you allow them to do it. And this is the fundamental difference, I think, in my attitude and your attitude and, and the attitude we teach to most people out there. Most people will say that the, 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 the bad situation which arises from... from that behaviour, such as you working and not being paid or being paid a pittance and run ragged and being phoned at seven o'clock at night when you're trying to deal with the kids and stuff, that only happens because you've allowed it to. No, it shouldn't. You shouldn't be working with clients like that. They shouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the fact is, it does happen. People will do it if you allow them to, and it's on you to stop it. In an ideal world, it wouldn't. The world ain't ideal. And the sooner people realise that and, and behave accordingly, the happier they're going to fucking be. Yeah. People need to learn this shit, but they don't. Well, they do. And, you know, it's simple, but it's not easy, especially if you're an empathetic and sensitive nature and you've never done it before. And you are a woman who's been maybe brought up with with brothers and a a strong father, maybe an abusive father, maybe not towards you, but just a typical kind of Stone Age man whose place was sitting by the fire. Oh, just like you. Just like me, apparently. Yeah, this is the bloke who does all the fucking cooking. He was a single father for fucking years. I tell you what, you are, they, they're spot on. The fact that you do the cooking is abusive to Sarah. Oh, thank you. You wait till we get in that Airbnb and I'll cook you a roast dinner. That sounds wrong, doesn't it? Airbnb? I thought it was a hotel. No, I meant the one after after the event. You, me, Holly, Kevin Vips, if, if they come along. We've got to run that through the finance guy. That's you. <laughs> all right approved <laughs> oh god 
people are really shocked when they find out that our business is 50-50 and that I hold various responsibilities. I'm sure they do. That's their problem. Do you remember that bloke who, actually having this conversation yesterday, I think, um, the guy who was, no, was, I was talking to one of my ladies, I think. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, the woman who said to you, the bloke who said to me, I want to, I want to, I'm really interested in working with you. And I said, yeah, have a book a call with Connor. And he came back and says, I want to talk to the Prince, I want to talk to you. And I told him to fuck off. I said, Connor is not my apprentice, he's my business partner, and you just disrespect him. So there's no way you're ever getting, you're not getting near our business with a fucking turgy dick, mate. No way. Yeah. He was he was a right cunt, wasn't he? Emojis yeah. at the end of every sentence. Grow up, oh, you're 12 year old. Passive aggressive or what? Yeah. But the thing is, that's exactly how it is. Anyone who comes into the business, and this isn't a warning, by the way, for anyone, this isn't a veiled threat, it's just how it is. Anyone who comes into the business and starts treating Connor or Holly, there's like poor second best to John. I want to speak to John and I'm not prepared to deal with these people. You won't last a second because, you know, not only Holly, my daughter, but she's an employee and, and Connor's my, my 50-50 fucking business partner. And more than carries his own weight. So fuck you. That's your fucking attitude. Fuck off all of you. It's on merit, <laughs> not out of charity. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and Holly, because well, I, uh, I, 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 I don't know I'm why. patronise. Connor, just because he's a twat with a wonky leg or anything like that. Wonky leg, wonky eye. Wonky water bottle. <laughs> oh, oh, wanky water bottle. Water bottle. <laughs> no. uh, we, 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 we still haven't propagated. Is that the right? Propagated? No, that's, a, that's the wrong word to use. I was going to say we still haven't propagated Holly. Uh, we still haven't. <laughs> yeah, wrong word. Uh, we still haven't fed Holly enough propaganda. Because she was horrified that I paid 30 quid for a water bottle. Premium price and premium products. I was like, hey, you've got some way to go still, Holly. Holly is such a chip off the old block, I tell you. She's a chip off fucking her granddad's block by the sound of it. You're old man. Oh, definitely. Cheapskate. It's like She's Holly. She, she won't turn on the heat. And she turns up to the meeting. Oh, no, it's freezing no. fucking cold. So do you know what I did today? I was like... I was like, if I got you a heater to put under your desk, would you use that? She was like, oh, that sounds like heaven. Um, or I'll think about ordering that. I was like, I'll stop there. Just get yourself one through the business. I'm not having you turning up to these calls in a jumper, a dressing gown and three blankets. Not because I care about the optics. I don't care what she's wearing, but it's just like I feel for the girl and I feel cold looking at her. So <laughs> selfishly. I had some woman. I was being abusive towards in the States when she did some work for me. I was bullying her. And um, she was disabled. She was just doing transcription work. She was reasonably priced when she did great work. And I bought her an office chair, like $200. And she says, you want me to pay you back? You're going to take this out of you know what you pay me? I said, no, it's a, it's a gift. She said, why would you do that? I says, because I want you to be comfortable when you're writing for me. Not, not only is it a nice thing to do, but I'll get better work out of it. So it's yep. not purely, it's not altruism, it's, you know, rational self-interest. No one I know would do that. No, we all get something from it, if it's a good feeling. And the ones who claim otherwise, they're the worst. I'm doing the most altruistic, <laughs> the least altruistic of them all. Because yeah, they get so spiteful and vicious when you don't do what they want, when you won't it's... take their help. Idiots, idiots. There's no such thing as true altruism. It's impossible, in my opinion. I've got a bloke who's interested. He wants a PDF copy of the new book, Welfare Freelancer. And he says, DM me payment details. He's in the States. He hasn't got a Kindle. DM me. And I thought, I'm not going to send him a fucking link to PayPal for $6. 
Yeah. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, look, like, just make a fucking six dollar donation to your local dog's home. I don't even need to see the receipts. I trust you. Yeah. You know, that's not altruism on my part. It's that I just can't be fucking asked to process six dollars. It'll cost me more in energy to then get the download from PayPal this time next year for my accounts than it would to yeah. have the fucking PDF. Jesus, <laughs> so we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a surge of fucking Americans now, aren't we? Well, Americans. It Brits pretending to be American, <laughs> aren't we? Because well, I cheap cunts don't want to pay bad. six quid. I do the same as long as they fucking you know I take people on their word. You, you send a donation to the local dogs on RSPC, whatever. I don't give a shit. But I, yeah. I'm not sending a fucking PayPal link for six dollars to anyone. And I find a big PayPal account that turned over loads of money. I would, but I've never used PayPal anymore. Maybe oh. for some payments, but not never use not PayPal. for incoming. Never for PayPal. I do for outgoing, but not for incoming. All outgoing, yeah, no income for me personally for PayPal. Oh, tell a lie, actually. I've got a, I've got a couple of affiliate accounts that occasionally get a bite that maybe pays me. I'm trying to think who they are now. That's all I've been cancelled. You don't use it for payment processing at all, do you? It's just legacy shit left over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had uh, so we're toying with the idea of. giving away PDF of the books purely by advertising, haven't we? We have. I had a cool idea. Uh, We're engaging in, we're re-engaging an old LinkedIn strategy that has since died to death, but there's been a resurgence due to new LinkedIn changes. Um, One thing we can do to keep our incredibly obnoxious bullying posts telling freelancers and coaches and consultants and whatnot on how to run their business is once a month uh, we can share a post from our page and anybody who then clicks through to our page and reads several posts that we can create a custom audience from people who engaged in that activity and they'll then end up on the advertising list to guarantee themselves a, uh, a PDF copy for free of the book. So it's making them jump through some hoops and really identify themselves as a, a hot prospect. That sounds good. I'll leave that to you. I ain't fucking doing it. I'll leave that no, to I know. You. It's, it's just fun. It, it, it's, 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 it's like an extra little call to action. Hey, we well, I spend one pound a day on this ad that gives away this free book. If you want to find yourself in that ad category, you have to go do this, this, and this, and end up on this email list. An extra thing to get them to opt in. Anyway, I just, yeah, marketing is fun. Well, can you tell my eyes have glazed over? I was, yeah, I, I know. Mean, I know I'm saying. Please don't think I don't understand what you're saying. Oh, no, you know, I understand. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just right, want so, anyway. to get my dick out, John, and actually measure it because you know the podcast is all you and your expertise. So I'm like, oh, I have something too. Please pity me. <laughs> At this point, the re- the list has all stopped. Oh, they're all gone. That average oh, attention okay, for a podcast is sixty percent. So anyway, so anyway, assertiveness. It's a fucking. It's almost an old-fashioned type of skill, isn't it? I don't talk about it anymore. I think it's very now that the word that's replaced it is like mindset. I haven't, I just, I haven't heard assertiveness mentioned I, very often recently at all. I'd say mindset probably has replaced it in terms of how it's spoken about, but the, the, the two aren't the same because the mindset that is being preached is to bend over oh, the for everyone. 
Well, I agree they're not the same, but I'm saying about the word, you know, people who seem to replace the word assertive. Assertive is very 70s and 80s. You need to be more assertive. In terms of vernacular. But so that book from 82, was it? Fucking brilliant. 82. And Dixon, A Woman in Your Own Right. Sorry, I got a bit of a cold and it's leading to heartburn. So I couldn't speak. I think it's actually it's heart now. failure. <laughs> a cold to heart failure. Have you seen there's a new COVID pill? I uh, cold coldits. Anyway, if anyone wants our help installing our CAF systems, client acquisition framework systems, all, gonna business, business. all whilst getting the Brucey bonus of actually sorting your life out with things like assertiveness, rules and boundaries, because they are very interchangeable between business and life. What do they need to do, Johnny Baby? They need to email my rather volatile daughter, Holly, <laughs> at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk. And, and she will sort you out. She sure will. And, uh, and if you want a copy of the book, The Wealth Answer, either search for it on the Amazon Kindle store, Wealthed Freelancer, or email Holly, she'll send you a link. It's called Kindle. Um, I will set it up so we can have a printed copy at some point. And it's a push related to a PDF, but not just now. Unless yeah. you're living in the States. I haven't got a Kindle. <laughs> and like su- Surprisingly, <laughs> that's every one of our prospects now. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just wanted to get that there because people will probably fuck off. Because Have you seen the new COVID pill? The new what? There's a pill for COVID. I saw it this morning. I thought you, of all people, would have seen it. There's a it's a pill for treating, uh, and it cuts hospitalization or death by eighty nine percent. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't involve pushing horse medicines up your bum or anything, does it? Hopefully. Oh man! Before we go, true story. When I was a bouncer, there was a guy I used to work with called Mike. Now, he, at the time, he was probably 18, 19. I was 30, so he's a bit younger than me. So he's probably down in his 40s, you know. Um, and he, he was fucking gigantic, built like that. All right. And his skin, his skin looked like a pizza. Okay. Fucking, I've never seen a bloke look so unhealthy in my life. He was bloated, water retention, always sweat. It's fucking terrible. And he was on more steroids than you can shake a shitty stick at. But well, the funny so one, it would he had no, it was a bit thick, nice bite, but a bit thick. Um, but my mate Steve told me, I'm still mates with Steve now all these years later. Steve told me the, the real problem he had was he was taking, and I don't I don't know what they are, all right. It's like it could even be bullshit, but I suspect not because he looked really bad. He was he was actually taking horse suppositories. Apparently, there's a, a kind of horse suppository, as in something you stick up a horse's bum, which contains a steroid or a steroid-like compound, which is somewhat anabolic in humans. And he was sticking them up his own bum. No wonder he had that fucking expression on his face. <laughs> anyway, that's just a true story. I don't know what happened to him. He's probably dead for all I fucking know. Fair I should enough. probably tell at least one Dorman story every every episode, you know. Oh, because yeah, I've got I've sure. got endless ones. I've got ones you won't believe. I've got ones I don't believe, and I was there. Well, save them right. because we've had one Dorman story today. And, oh, uh, do the Dorman story every fucking week. <laughs>
All right, mate. So if you want to help Holly at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk and she will sort you out. I get a cut because I'm a father. I'm pimp. Yes, absolutely. And if anyone has made it for this far, because I genuinely believe no one makes it this far, send Holly an email with the subject line, finish line, just out of curiosity. And I'll, I'll send something your way for, for doing that for me. Uh, a Bruce little bonus, but I really don't think anyone ever makes it this far, to be honest. So I'm curious. Oh, right. See, I see what, okay, yeah. Track it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Email Holly. Yeah, there we go. Holly at Grow Your Business Fast with the subject line, finish line. I won't I try and sell you anything. And I know I'll send you something. Perfect. I will send you something. Okay. And I won't try and sell you anything. I'm genuinely curious. Go and do it. We'll send me. them. We'll send them that 11-minute video on how to build a package, how to increase your prices. It's probably worth 10 grand easily, 11-minute video. It's out of CAF 2. Cool. We'll do that. No, we'll, I'll we'll, say no more about it. We'll chuck a sprinkle. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get you some goodies, and John's promised you that, so there you go, because uh, I genuinely don't think anyone will do it. And on that note, fuck off, fuckers. And if you're a client, right. let us know fuck that you, you listen to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Because you are, you get everything for well, not for free, but you get everything included. No, in come on. Anyway, <laughs> Tadar Fanar. Do you want to sign off? Oh, well, oh yeah, sorry then. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>